there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BatSecretMedia.com Hey there gamers, welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. On this week's episode, we're going on a motherfucking side quest. I'm player one, Toby! And I'm player two, Go! And we have lots of players in this side quest with us. Please uh, introduce yourselves. I'll be player three, I got the Mad Cats controller. You got me, Berg. I'm player four, Evil Ringo, the executive producer. <laughs> Hello there! <laughs> Great. See, I don't have to do anything in post for him. And I'm player five, Mask Llama, and there's only enough controllers for four, so I'm just gonna wait for somebody's hands to start hurting, and then I can play. <laughs> it's one hand to a sweaty controller. Yeah, are you <laughs> playing video games or an orgy? <laughs> uh, pick. We'll figure that out. <laughs> uh, goobs. Will you uh, explain what we're doing here today? Well, we're padding the episodes, Toby. That's <laughs> what we're doing here today. We <laughs> are. We have something very special coming up. We wanted it to coincide with our four-year anniversary and our 150th episode. So they're one big amalgamation of fucking awesomeness. And you're going to get one hell of a game review that you've been wanting for years. Spoiler alert. It's going to be a fucking doozy, folks. <laughs> so hold on. Wait for that. That'll be coming the week after this episode. But for right now, we're going to be doing a... What the fuck are we calling this? I... Hold on. Um, I wanted this fire... There's one hell of a promo there, Toby. I know, I know. But I wanted to explain that this fireside roundtable chat, I came up with this really clever, good name. And maybe we'll do these once a month or every other month because I like this name so much. We're going to call it... Discord Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. Discord Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. Let those topics down. <laughs> it burns, it burns. So what we've done is uh, I came up with a handful of questions and uh, uh, we voted on them to see. <laughs> Some motherfucker keeps changing the votes, too. I see it. <laughs> Wonder who that could be. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a little troll Jesus. in here. Jesus. Uh, anyways, we got some topics, we voted on them, and we're going to start with the top uh, voted topic and then work our way down. And, you know, w- when it feels right to end, and maybe we'll touch on the other topics on a different episode. And I've already got some great questions for the next one, too. So, whatever we get to, we get to. Whatever we don't, whatever. Yeah, it's going to be a fun chat with uh, friends from our Discord. If you're not a part of it yet, check the link in the show notes below. 
be a member of the Discord. Come on. You can have fun with us. Just like we're going to have fun on this episode. Yes. So uh, I guess we'll go ahead and kick this off with the the most voted. It's the most disappointing game ending. And when I thought of this question, I was thinking I wasn't thinking like the NES games where it's just like, thanks for playing. Like, fuck those endings. Those are disappointing all, all on their own. We could have just a whole list of games that say, fuck you. Thanks for playing. <laughs> you know, uh, I want games that like you really thought there was going to be something spectacular and it just fucking ends with a wet fart. Uh, who anyone have any games that they want to talk about first that have just the uh, the most horrible ending ever i have i mean i ahead, think it's gotta go to the quintessential original ending for mass effect 3 right Ooh, see i don't know about that one uh now we'll go ahead and say spoiler alert because we'll probably spoil some stuff uh what happens at the end of of that if if you is there anyone in here that's that doesn't want to hear the ending first <laughs> Go for it. Okay. So, if you're familiar with the Mass Effect series, it's all about your character and his loyal crew traveling around the universe, or not the galaxy, and just solving problems. And you have different species coming up to you and being like, hey, help our culture. And it comes down like, well, how should you help their culture? And it's two choices. And these choices are going to change things radically. And it's up to you to decide how things go. And this seems to happen to you almost everywhere you go. So throughout your adventures over three different games, and the game will track what you did in the previous games as long as you move your save file. So you have radically shaped this world. It is monumentally different than when you started. And so the ending to all of these games originally mentioned none of this at all. Your choices were down to like a different one minute clip that essentially came down to slight changes and different colors. And I won't say much more than that because I don't want to spoil too much about it. But basically, yeah, it was just here's one cutscene. The cutscene looks very similar to the other two cutscenes, except the lighting is blue or the lighting is green <laughs> or the lighting is red. It was essentially three games that ended in "Thank you for playing." Oh man! And those aren't short games at all. Like, no, you, they are not. You put in some time, so you're you're wanting. Is, there's cutscenes and stuff through the whole uh, game, right? Yes. Yeah, you would think something um, with cutscenes would have something really spectacular at the end. Now, to their credit, the company Bioware, I think, did release free DLC that made for a much better ending that did show the effects of your journey and your decisions throughout the galaxy. But that was only after a lot of fan backlash. Yeah. So that is my vote for worst game ending. Uh, Take it away, John Cameron Cameron. (laughs) That was a good one. I got one. Yeah. Halo 2. You're gonna it's, it's pretty much just setting up Halo 3. At the end of it, you, you do all your fucking missions, and Master Chief is pretty much flying through space and says, pretty much he's not done. He has something else to do still. And then the game ends. Setting up the next game. 
So <laughs> huge cliffhanger involved. And it's just like watching an episode of, again, watching an episode of Dragon Ball Z or some shit. Like, stay tuned next episode, folks. Next time on Halo 3. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I remember being very, very disappointed at that ending. And there's also Borderlands, where everything was all for nothing. Much like Mass Effect. But isn't it? There's a two for there. Isn't it? It's not about the story. It's about the friends you made along the way. Yeah, and the friends you stole all your fucking good loot. <laughs> fuckers, you know who you are. <laughs> well, real quick, I've got one that that's very similar to your Halo Two because I never played the Halo games either. But it's it's a game where it just was a setup for the next game, obviously. And I'm still very bitter about it because I love the series so much. God of War, the newer, the newer one that's on PS4, like the remake where you have your your boy is with you. It just ends like it. It's there's obviously it's going to continue from that game in the next one, but like they set up talking about Thor and stuff, and you're like, all right, I'm going to fight these motherfuckers. And then it just kind of ends, and you're like, wait, that that was the end of it? Unless there's some DLC that I don't know about, I was very kind of disappointed on that one. Uh, but for, for the game that really disappointed me the most, and I didn't even finish it, this is how bad the story was. I, I was. I didn't get to the full ending because I was so disappointed with what they did. And I think I've bitched about this before. Batman Arkham Knight. I love that series too. And I got all they the developers everything I read was like, oh, we got a brand new character. This Arkham Knight is a brand new character. It's gonna surprise everyone. It's a brand new character. It was not a brand new character. They just retold the story differently. And as soon as the reveal of who the Arkham Knight is, I was done. I, I completely sh- shut off the game and I never picked it back up. Yeah, it was such a boner killer. So Ooh. that's a that's my it, it's that's the ending to me because it just it was terrible. <laughs> it was so dog shit terrible. Uh, anyone else have any uh, very disappointing game endings? <laughs> I I got a couple. Yeah. Uh, have y'all reviewed Ghostbusters for the NES yet? No. Not okay. Yet. Okay, so if you beat the game, spoiler warning, it, it uh, gives you just this basic screen that says, hey, thanks for playing the game. Yeah. But it is in such horrible English that you just feel insulted. You spend all that time <laughs> beating the game. Uh, I'm going to read you what it says. Oh, please. It please. says, it says, congratulations, you have completed a great game and have proven the justice of our culture. Now go and rest our heroes. <laughs> I mean, that's just how the movie ends. So. <laughs> With the typos and all. Yep. Okay, and uh, for the other games I had, I do not like the ending for Banjo-Kazooie, Nintendo 64. Uh, they basically give you two different endings. The first one, if you get the 90 jigsaw pieces... Uh, the second ending, if you get them all, I do not like. Uh, basically, if you get all 100 jigsaw pieces, uh, they have a different ending, and uh, they show you some pictures of these, uh, basically an ice key and these eggs that are in the game that you can't get to. 
and they'll say, hey, you couldn't get to these, but they'll be used in the next game, Banjo-Tooie. Uh, basically, what they were going to be used for is if you're playing the original game, you could switch cartridges mid-game and get items. And Nintendo found out about that, and they said, hey, don't do that. That's going to break the Nintendo 64. You can't do that. So they canceled the whole thing until the Xbox version. Damn. And um, that, yeah, basically they threw that all out the window with that secret ending that it didn't happen. And it's it's really uh, brave of them to do a Nintendo game where the uh, Saw franchise crosses over with Banjo Kazooie, getting all the <laughs> jigsaw pieces. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, I I guess I've never beat uh, Banjo Kazooie because I was really trying hard to think like what what is the ending, uh, the regular I- ending. Uh, they're just chilling on a beach, and this uh, chick in a bikini comes up uh, with uh, watermelons nice. and uh, oh, starts yeah, talking to them. Melons. Yeah, I don't and remember it, that. <laughs> yeah. That, Gruntilda's, under, Gruntilda's under a rock. Yeah, she's under a rock. And, and it's still, and which, and, and like, if you go back and start playing the game, like, if you continue on to go with the jiggies, like, the rock is there, like, still, like, jiggling around. Oh, that's funny. Get jiggy with it. No, 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 no. And then the um, uh, last game I had, uh, the ending I do not like, or Life is Strange, uh, kind of a newer game. Uh, it's a, one of those choose-your-own-adventure games, but the ending is always the same. Uh, you can either, Yeah, you can either... They give you two choices. You can either save your best, best friend slash lover uh, and destroy your town with a storm that's coming, or you can stop the storm and kill your best friend slash lover. So it's basically the trolley problem. <laughs> Have you ever played uh, Infamous? I, a little bit. So the original Infamous, you kind of have to do this. Maybe it's Infamous. I can't remember if it's Infamous 1 or 2. But you basically, I think it's 2. You either can keep your powers and destroy the world, or you can kill yourself and let all the people run around with powers. Oh, no, that's the same ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I love the infamous games, but it's like, well, I mean, if you're the hero, then you kill yourself, but then everyone's running around with powers. But if you you turn evil, if you keep your powers and kill everyone else, it, I don't know. It's yeah. Uh, I don't like games that give you the choice of like something like that. That sucks. Hurts my soul. Uh, now, does it? Matter if you have a chance to say, like, you beat it on normal and you get a bad ending, but then if you unlock hard and if you beat it on hard, you get a better ending. Does that factor into this decision? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it, it could for you. I, I don't see why not. Because I got to say, the original ending of Fatal Frame 2, in which you <laughs> was definitely a bad ending, and I did not like it. But then, once you get beat it on hard, you fight an extra boss, and it's a much happier ending. So, oh, yeah, we all like happy endings. (laughs) Oh, sure, we sure do. (laughs) I buy that. Oh, (laughs) Berg, do you have any? I do. Um, So, so. The re- so I'm going to say this game, not because the ending is so much bad, but it's a direct ripoff of the previous game, and that is the original Paper Mario. They basically redid the exact same ending from Super Mario RPG, where all the characters are just in a giant parade. Um, 
like it is exactly the same as um as that like it's actually like someone told me that and i someone had beaten it before me and they're like you know the ending's just a big rip off of mario rpg i'm like what and they're like oh yeah it's just like a big parade with the characters I'm like uh-uh. they wouldn't they wouldn't do the exact same ending or they they would do a different no it was just like the exact same thing it was it was very weird i was like you really couldn't right. have done it is anything right. else <laughs> So I, great game, and again, the ending's not so much bad. It's just it, it's not at all different from the previous RPG Mario RPG. Don't they have a parade in Super Mario Brothers three, or is that Super Mario mm, World? That mm, Super Mario World isn't. Yeah, well, it's just like Mario and Yoshi and Peach or Luigi. If you beat it, is Luigi. Well, I'm also. And, I um, think I'm also thinking of Super Mario, and they're just like walking. Super Mario World Three uh, on the Super Nintendo in that uh, All Stars collection. I'm wondering. Uh, I feel like no, they, they they it just goes to the slideshow with each world. Okay, okay, I couldn't I couldn't remember because now I'm like holy shit because they do do it in both of those games. You're right. That <laughs> that is do do. <laughs> that is disappointing. Yeah, it's all and it and other Paper Mario's have done way better endings, um, but that one was just the fact that it was like the big follow up. Um, to Mario RPG, it's like, oh my god, it's one of the few four games follow up to like one of the most beloved uh, Super Nintendo games, and then it's just sort of like, oh, the ending is just the same. I mean, even if you think about it, even the plot of of Paper Mario is almost a simplified Mario RPG. Instead of giving this, getting the seven stars of Star Road back, they're getting the seven star spirits of Star, but they called it like something very similar. It was like Star whatever and instead but instead of smithy it's just bowser i mean it's almost a simplified rpg and so much of that game was very much just copied it's still a fun game in its own right and they definitely did some stuff to really separate it but at the same time plot wise and the way it ended it's just very much like oh we've we've done this before okay i feel like you've ruined that that game for me because you're you're not wrong it's still a fantastic game i love i love paper mario it's it's a great game but it's very much just a retread of um of mario rpg yeah it is now uh correct me if i'm wrong but rpg was not made by nintendo right yeah it was code well it was co-developed by square and nintendo but i think square did a lot of the the heavy it, lifting. It sounds like Nintendo just wanted that story to be a part of the official Mario canon. Right, exactly. It was sort of like, hey, this series is being made in house now. Let's let's just get that in. I, here, here's what I thought though. Uh, kind of how Mario Three is a is supposedly a play, telling like an expanded version of the events of Super Mario Brothers, uh, or so it, uh, it supposedly is. I'm thinking Paper Mario because one of the Mario and Luigi, there's the Mario and Luigi game where there's like a crossover between Mario and the Mario and Luigi and the Paper Mario series. And it's, and it's stated that the Paper Mario universe is like inside of a book. To me, this is a story telling a version of the events of Super Mario RPG, which happened in the like real Mario world. That's my head canon. Isn't Yoshi one of the Yoshi, the what's the Yoshi game on 64? Yoshi Story? That's all on a book. Yeah, it's true. Ooh. They love their books. And crafts. They do. <laughs> Plot twist, Chris Pratt is the one reading Yeah, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris Pratt is reading it as Andy Dwyer pretending that he was Star-Lord. <laughs> uh, 
so those are those are some of our most disappointing game endings. Uh, I, I would I'm really interested, you know, if uh, anyone wants to send in their most disappointing game endings on Twitter or whatever, uh, send in your vote at Secret Levels Pod. See how I snuck that in there. We don't ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, all those things. All right. Now let's do a five minute blue chew ad. Ooh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, since we're still going on about the uh, the most disappointing ending, what about this for the for the next topic? Let's go ahead and do the hardest boss fight since that one has a tie with the, the other one. And I think the other one's going to be a much longer uh, debate. So what's the hardest boss fight you can think of that you've had in a uh, in a game? I don't know if I can say it because it's spoiler alert. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Well, what what game is it? Can you say that without spoiler alerts? No. <laughs> oh, jeez. The next game we're playing, Toby. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. I'm talking about... Are you already at the boss? No, just the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Hear more about that next episode. Oh, uh, man. All right. Uh, there have been very few bosses. Oh, I'm sorry, Toby, I interrupted. No, go ahead, go ahead. Thing if you, okay. So there are very few bosses that I could not eventually beat given time. But the one that I have just said nope and walked away from and had to YouTube the ending was Sands from Undertale. Oh. Um, I don't think you all ever managed to go that route. Um, on your playthrough, this battle though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I was there. It was me and my friend Tim. We were playing it, and we had to play it. It was about probably he played it for about an hour, and then said, "Nope, I can't do this." And I'm like, "All right, I'll try." I tried for about an hour. Said, "Nope, can't do this." Gave it back to him. He tried again for about another half hour and eventually was just like, no, no, this is not happening. So. Well, to add to that, um, if you listen to our uh, Undertale review. <clears throat> Shows with all hands. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I definitely had some uh, issues with the ending boss, uh, which because of time restraints, I didn't finish. I never finished it. But that ending battle was whooping my fucking ass. Uh, so I would I would add that into my list. But uh, I'll, I'll wait for the rest of mine uh, if someone else wants to go next. Or if you got another one. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys go. And then if nobody mentions it, I'll bring up uh, my second most hardest. Okay. Berg, you uh, got one? Uh, okay, so here's one. I this is a more recent one, um, Octopath Traveler. So, if anyone hasn't played, I mean, everyone is probably familiar at least with the game. But you know, so each there's you have your eight characters. They each have their their story arc they go through in several acts, and really, it's sort of like eight mini RPGs connected by these characters. When you finish all of the stories, there is a final final boss that kind of ties all of the um character stories together and threads like oh this character who is in this character's story 
was actually the reason this person did this and this person's it, like, it kind of t- ties it together but it presents it as a boss rush and it is a boss rush where you have to go through all the bosses and if i'm not mistaken they're like powered up they're stronger than when you fought them um there is no way to save in between um and then after that there's like a final final like multi-part boss to beat the game and there's no way once you go in you cannot save there's no rest like it's just like one after another and i got through like halfway and it 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 got to one of those things where every move was spent using an item or a move to refill my party's health and i couldn't get any attacks off and it was just like this loop of that like i'm like i can't get anything done and i'm just gonna die eventually and um it was one of those ones where like I just stopped and I was like, I saw this thing, a video of a YouTube channel I followed was like, watch this video before you attempt the final, final, final boss of Octopath Traveler. And it was like, I did it and I recorded it. So you don't have to do it because it is not worth it. And it really was not worth it. <laughs> it was just sort of like, I, I don't even remember what happened. It's been, it's been several years since I, I played it slash watched it. But it was one of those things where it was like, yeah, don't feel bad. Don't feel like you. It, it's not worth the effort to get your party strong enough to go through and fight all these bosses again and then do this final, final boss who looks pretty cool and crazy and weird. But still, it's just sort of like it wasn't worth. You didn't get like some big, crazy ending thing. It was just kind of one of those things where it was, just, it was ridiculously hard. And I was underprepared, and it would have been probably another good at least a dozen or so hours to level myself up to get get into it at that point i was like you know what i've seen all the characters endings i'm like they're they're their story arcs endings i'm good <laughs> that's kind of similar to the mario rpg where that uh final fantasy character the the sequel yes it, it sounds like that but I, I don't know if there's any kind of extra ending because i never i've played it but i wasn't able to beat it uh if if you don't know they had a they were gonna crossover final fantasy and then they just did they ever use that character in anything else i'm not savvy on no like it yeah no so so culex was like inspired he never actually was from a final fantasy but he was inspired by final fantasy bosses because it used the music it used crystals which is usually a big theme especially in like earlier final fantasies and whereas the mario characters were 3d uh culex was like a 2d sprite um and yeah, he he's like the big big final boss. And I don't think I'm trying to think. I, so there the, there is a way to change the ending very slightly, and it's like if you collect a certain amount of stones, there's like extra fireworks. So there's like a firework formation you can get. And I think maybe one of the things that Culex gives you can cause that. Hmm. I can't remember, but it's not. I mean, really, it's just bragging rights at that point. Um, I have beaten Culex before, but it's not one of those things where I don't think you. It's it's not even like some big crazy thing that's like totally worth it. See, I, I thought that it was like there was a a Final Fantasy game coming out, and that that was supposed to be one of the boss characters or something. I I thought there was more to it, but whatever. And it may and that may have been the case, but because I, I remember there, because it used specifically the Final Fantasy four battle theme like the boss theme da, 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 da. it like uses that theme specifically for his boss fight and this was released at a time during the early early ages of the internet so i think some rumors 
ran abound uh, that it was oh, a oh, character yeah. from um, from an from Final Fantasy four or from a Final Fantasy game. And I remember I was like, oh, I want to play Final Fantasy four and and fight QX. And then I didn't play it until years later. And then I was like, wait, there's no QX. Where the hell's QX? And then I was like, oh, he's actually not in a Final Fantasy game. He's just inspired by Final Fantasy. <laughs> That blows. <laughs> uh, Evil Ringo, do you have any uh, hardest boss fights? I do. Uh, I was going to say anything in Elden, but since you brought up Final Fantasy, I could not honestly give any other answer other than Emerald. Uh, if you've never played Final Fantasy, uh, it is the hardest enemy in that game, Emerald Weapon. Uh, it's a bitch to find, and then when you finally find it, if you are not prepared, it will knock out all of your party members with one hit. And uh, not only that, it has over a million HP. Jeez. And if you don't, ha- and if you don't have a certain materia equipped, you have a twenty-minute time limit since you're fighting underwater. Oh, that sounds like fun. <laughs> it wrecked, me, and I will never fight it again because it wrecked me so bad as a teenager. <laughs> It scars you. Does it have like uh, sonic music, like dun, 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 when the timer's getting close? Oh, God, I no, no, I didn't make it. Far. <laughs> I got destroyed before that e- timer even got counted down. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that that's my my vote. <laughs> so emerald over ruby. I never fought the ruby weapon, but I remember everyone back in the day was always talking about emerald. Yeah, I don't know what yeah, you guys they are were, talking about. <laughs> but they if were Ruby, both really crazy. Yeah, if Ruby is more powerful than Emerald, I'm never gonna. I'm just gonna uninstall the game and never. <laughs> the problem with Ruby is is that it randomly removes one, maybe two of your characters. Oh, I think one. So it was just two of you instead of three going at going on taking on the boss. That sounds horrifying. <laughs> It was literally took me 45 minutes to beat it the one time that I did. And yes, after that, I never touched the game again. <laughs> yeah, I would have beat this game back in 2006. Like 100 percented it. But that just made me not want to play it. <laughs> I didn't pick it up again until I say last year. That's how bad it was. Jesus it scared you away for for quite a while, huh? Yeah, well, not so much scared me away, but I'd see it and be like, "No, nah, fuck that game." <laughs> All those what bosses scarred you. <laughs> in, in fact, the only reason I would even have picked up the game again is because of the remake that they made uh, back in 2020, which was really well done. I recommend it to everyone who's a Final Fantasy fan. Hmm. Well, tell me what to do. I'm not telling you; just a suggestion. I guess I'll go now. I got three. Okay. Uh, the rings from Superman 64. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm considering that a boss. Yeah. I'm currently looking at your broken up copy of it. Yep. Berg owns my smash copy from it. I smashed it myself and sent it to Berg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, that that was the worst. I hated that the the most. Uh, second is two bosses, two and one kind of thing. King Dice slash the Devil. Oh, that's on my list too. Go ahead. Super, super tough back to back. 
it, it's it's taken me so long to even get through King Dice, and then it, I got through the Devil. Let alone some of the other bosses in Cuphead. Cuphead's just super hard altogether. But as you know, we fucking love that game. Oh, we love it. Yeah, that's those fights are definitely devastating, especially when you get deep in the Devil fight not just deep in the devil that sounded very sexual (laughs) (laughs) when you get deep in that fight man all the shit starts happening and you you die it's like oh no i gotta do that again but then you do it because you're a trooper and you want to beat the game because you're hardcore i and then the third one oh sorry oh sorry you can say what you're gonna say I recorded when I fought the devil because I was like i gotta i have to have proof that I beat this and like I played it for maybe like two or three hours straight, something really ridiculous, and I finally beat it, and you can see my eyes like they just like they just get huge because I beat it, and it shocked me that I beat it it it's a it was a or uh, banana shoved up his tailpipe woo <laughs> oh it's it's a hard one, it really is. And my third one is a game we played with our friend Berg and uh, the Lavo Spawn. (laughs) I have spent many a night, so I wasn't leveled up as much as I should be, trying to blast through this game in time to record it for the show, because sometimes we have to do that. But yeah, Lavo's kicked my fucking ass. The spawn that it is. It looks like an ass mouth little fucking pine cone thing. Oh, that was not fun. <laughs> an ass mouth <laughs> pine cone thing. <laughs> That's what Lavos looks like. It has an ass mouth and it looks like a pine cone. <laughs> Tell me otherwise. Well, yeah, those are my three. And uh, I'm, there's a lot more because every game Toby tells me to play for the show is pretty <laughs> much a boss I have to fight and beat. <laughs> Bubsy, Lolo, fucking Yonoid. Uh, yeah. The list can go on and on. Oh, the bosses in Yonoid. Fuck them. Okay, anyways. <laughs> uh, well, my since you took my Cuphead one, which, which is a very, very hard one, there was one game that I played called Prototype, which is basically Infamous and Spider-Man. Like, it's just like those games. Uh... I don't know what the deal was with that boss, but it took me like few hours to beat. And there's a there's also a timer on it too. So like it's got a countdown timer. It was kicking my ass for so fucking long. And I don't know how I managed it. This is on PS3, so I wasn't no one was streaming or anything back then. I wish I would have had this recorded because I'm sure I f- flipped out when I beat it because it was like 3 Two, one, and I got the last hit in because I think I think there's something where it's shooting rockets. Or, it's been like years and years since I played it, but like I caught the rocket or whatever you're supposed to do to hit him, and I I hit him with it right on zero, and I was like fuck, I'm, I it didn't count it, and I thought it was gonna reset me, and it it start it slowly started the uh, the credit sequence and stuff like the the in cut scene and i was like oh my fucking god and just started going crazy i didn't even get to watch the credit sequence because i was so excited because it took so long and it's not even difficult the difficult part i guess the boss of that game is the timer is the bomb (laughs) because it just whooped my ass and i could not save the city for so long uh 
Now, on a on an opposite note, one of the easiest bosses that we've ever had in one of the games that we've played for the show that I, I just knew was going to be a pain in the ass. Because the build-up, like the lead-up to it, and it's the easiest fucking boss I've ever beat Shredder in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game for NES. Oh, yes. That fight mm. is so... Getting there is a fucking chore. The, the, the whole... The fucking... The hallway of doom is what I was calling it, because you can't jump through it or anything, and then it's got spikes that you have... You can't avoid them. If you can, I couldn't figure out how to do it. The whole level is... all the other shit you have to do to get there. Yeah. And so the whole thing sucks, but then you get to Shredder, and you're like, all right, I'm ready for this. And he's got such a simple pattern, and it's like, what? <laughs> Why? Why is this so easy? <laughs> I just went through hell, and I just sneeze at that Shredder, and he dies. So that's just on the flip side. That's the easiest that I can think of where there was such a big, crazy buildup to it. But uh, any other games or do y'all want to move on to the next topic and possibly the last topic? I I have an honorable mention. Okay, Um, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but a buddy of mine was telling me about this. Apparently, the X-Men game on the Sega Genesis, the only way to beat the final boss was set the Yes, I could imagine trying to beat that boss so bad and not knowing how to beat it by reason that that would be super hard back in, when that came out. You you cut out both times you said what you do. You have to my. <laughs> you have to reset the Genesis like uh, yeah. because you're I think the you're in Mojo's world and uh, you find out that it's a virus and the only way to 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 get through it is you have to reset the system. Now, if you hold down the reset button for too long, it'll actually reset the game. You have to just flash it basically. And it'll, it'll start Mm. up, it'll start up again, but it's like, it continues you. It's really weird. So yeah, interesting. It's a, it's a pain in the ass if you don't know how to do that, which we came across that when we played it for the show. So uh, go listen to that review because <laughs> that was a fun one. <laughs> that boss is hard too. Uh, actually, that entire game's hard. Fuck that game. That game's hard. <laughs> uh, okay, I think I think this is probably going to be the the uh, headlining topic. It's a debate, more or less. What is the best console ever? Like. The the one stop shop console, your desert island console, you get the entire library with Let's it. Keep it for retro consoles. Well, hold on, hold on. You want to do every console? Because the newer ones are going to win. Well, yeah, I the newer ones. Where, where are we going to cut the? Watch fucking movies on them, man. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say because I remember, like. A PS2 was the shit when it came out because you could still reverse compatible with PS1 games and you had a DVD player. And then the same story for the PS3 if you had the one that was reverse compatible for PS1 and 2 and you could play Blu-ray. So do we want to go before DVD player add-ons? I think we should. But then do you include Wii? Because the Wii can play GameCube games, too. But it can't play DVDs. Or could the later Wiis play DVDs? No, none of them could. Okay. In fact, actually, the later Wiis took away a bunch of functionalities. Yeah, later Wiis took away the... the. You couldn't play GameCube games, or... Um, I don't even think you... 
I feel like they might not have connected online too. Like it was like they stripped that thing down. Yeah, I got one of the red ones and it doesn't do that. Yeah. Uh so if we're taking away that gen of consoles, I think I gotta say Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo, just because you you have the official Game Boy uh, Super Game Boy that you can plug in, so you have the Game Boy library to open up. And then there are NES converters or Famicom converters that you could buy that are shady, but you could buy them. They were they were available, but I mean, you could say the same thing for Nintendo 64. They had shady converters where you could play Super Nintendo games, if, if I remember correctly. But for content-wise, for the console, I think Super Nintendo is the one that I have to... I have to plant my flag on and say Super Nintendo is the greatest console. Anyone have have any different opinions or views? Well, the motherfucking Amiga, of course. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you steal my line, sir? (laughs) I am paying homage to you. Um... No, I think I agree with you. It would have to be Super NES. And yes, you you bring up good points with the um, the Super Game Boy and just the astounding library of games. I mean, eight bit the eight bit era is it's got some good games, but it's still when gaming is really finding its footing. But I feel like when you hit the sixteen bit era, it really hits its stride. And when you have a great collection like on the Super NES. It's just, I mean, I can't imagine a retro console, another one I'd rather have. Hmm. I mean, if you, here, here's, here's also the, the counter argument. The Sega Genesis has a great library, and it's got so many add-ons to it, to where it's got the Sega CD, it's got the 32X, it's got the... The thing where you can play the Master System games or the Sega... What are the Sega cards called? They're like the TurboGrafx oh, cards. Yeah. But they do have the, the cards. Uh, but it's it just slides in. Like, there's a lot of add-ons to the Genesis. And, like, Sega wasn't afraid to try new things. Like, hell, the Game Gear had a, a TV uh, ter- uh, tuner on it. So you could watch local TV on your Game Gear. If I remember in that. Yep. You did. You could. Which is ridiculous. So like, <laughs> you know, if, if back in the day, you could say like, hell, the Game Gear is the best because I can watch TV anywhere. I, uh, you're well, not anywhere, but, you know, wherever you can pick up a signal, you can watch TV. So that's pretty cool. And then if, uh, if you take it a step well, further, you have a limited supply of batteries. Yeah. Well, <laughs> or a wall charger if you had a way to plug it in like you know if you took your game gear to to like grandma's for for christmas or whatever you you plugged into a wall hell you could be you could be watching whatever wherever you are wherever you're at or on vacation but there's also the the nomad sega nomad handheld where you could actually play the genesis games on the go too It's a good, they're both good systems, but if, if even if you eliminate the PlayStation 2's ability to play DVDs, then I still think you're, that's, the, that's the best system out there. I'm just, 
you can play PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1 games, and the library on that thing is incredible. Plus, those PlayStation 2s stand the test of time. Like, I still have my original one from 20 years ago. Do you have the fat one or the slim? Uh, fat one. Okay. And it has survived quite a bit. It once rode on the hood of my car for an unfortunately long amount of time before I realized that I had forgotten to take it off the hood of the car. <laughs> on the hood? Weren't you looking out the front window? Yeah, I <laughs> You were looking out yes. the window? <laughs> I was, but I was, it was set off to like, this is because I went to open my driver's side door, as you do to get into a car, and I set it like right on the next to sort of like by the entrance or by the, by the, the side stick, there. By the stickers? And yeah, by the stickers. And so then I got in and drove away and <laughs> went even like down a steep hill up another steep hill and then was driving doing 55 going home. Like, wait a minute. There's my PlayStation on the side of, on the outside of my car. How it has not fallen off. I, I, I don't know. Like people ask, well, do you believe in divine miracles? I'm like, yeah. Cause I'm still using my PlayStation. Now I want to mount a PS two on the front of my car, like a hood ornament. <laughs> Spray paint it gold. Yeah, stand it up and just drill it into my fucking hood. <laughs> Hook it up so it like it runs off the car battery, and like when you hit a button, you can make the, the disc drive pop in and out. That'd yeah, it shoots at the car in front of you. It shoots Bubsy fucking CDs out of them. <laughs> you guys should play that. Fuck you. <laughs> well, and you know, you're when you bring up PS2, it did have online capabilities. It did have uh, you could get. Uh, uh, a hard drive for it to have internal uh, memory. Uh, I mean, it, I knew someone who who actually did. They got the hard drive, and they somehow did a thing where it wouldn't just play games, but it would write them to the hard drive. Oh shit! So he would just so he would just go to Blockbuster and rent as many PS because remember I remember Blockbuster always had a limit, but it was like what three or five games. He would just go rent games. Go back to his apartment, rip them to the PS2, take those games back, and rent. And he like he would go in like he would like spend a day just going back and forth. They're like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Uh," and he was just ripping all these games to his PlayStation. Oh my god, we did the same thing with the the Xbox, the original Xbox in uh, college. Y'all are my we heroes. So we would go to Blockbuster, <laughs> get the games, come back, rip them, take them back, say they're scratched. <laughs> get more <laughs> <laughs> fuck faceless corporations that's the, the between you guys and, and my friend <laughs> it's the reason blockbusters not around anymore <laughs> <laughs> we are the problem <laughs> thanks guys so i mean if okay if you're talking about like modding systems i mean without going too current gen uh, the PSP is hell of a, a modding system, and you can also put movies on it and stuff. So there's that. Uh, the Wii is a great one to mod too. The Wii, yeah, the Wii is. Can, well, can you put movies on a Wii? They, I mean, I guess they wouldn't be over 480. 
on on a Wii. Isn't that what that maxes out at? Yes. Um, right. It would just be standard definition. Um, I mean, unless you got composite cables, then it would like kind of up-res a little bit, but not anything I was talking crazy. Needs. Yeah, Wii yeah. Does a good job. Well, and that's- there is a built-in. So there was actually built-in, like you, you, the the capabilities for DVD playback were built in, and I feel like I there was something just recently where like someone was like going in and like on some random disc that if it was inserted, it would it would install the firmware to do. It was something that happened came up in the past. I don't know, six months or a year. Where I saw that, where like it was recently discovered, some old disc that basically, if you put it into a Wii, it'll unlock the capability to play DVDs. Well, I know uh, Tomata uh, Xbox, an original Xbox. If you have one of the Tom Clancy uh, games, that, but you have to. Have, there's two different versions. There's I, which I have it because I was trying to mod an Xbox at one point, and then I got lazy because I didn't want to swap out the the hard drive on it. <laughs> but you have to have like a specific disc. I can't remember which uh, Tom Clancy game it is, but that's how you that's how you do it. You have to have that, and you have to have a a thumb drive to flash over uh, a save spot, and it'll you can rewrite the, the Xbox because of it. <laughs> There's just a little uh, backdoor way in. Which that's, I think that's funny that a game putting in a specific game lets you install bullshit on it. Like I, I don't know, I just don't know how people figure that shit out. Yeah, I heard about that one. So, does anyone else have any? Uh, uh, well, I kind of agree with like, the Super Nintendo, but also the Sega Master System for me was a great fucking system. I had that before the Nintendo or the NES. So see, look, I, that's where that's where you could say the Sega Genesis because you can get that add-on and then you could play the Master System games too. But or is it yeah. just or is it just the the Master System in general that you I like the controller of the Master System. I like the Maze game and the Safari Hunt when you don't have a game in it. I like how they added that shit and you could also get Hang On on there. And Wonder Boys on there like one of my favorite games of all time. And there's tons of great games on that system. I did forget that uh, when Beast. You, if you just turn on the Master System with no game, there there's a couple of games preloaded on it, right? Yeah, I have I a question. As a kid. Uh, for the purposes of our discussion, are we going to allow the Game Boy Advance SP in contention for the greatest system? Oh, what's your case? Oh, that it plays Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, and uh, Game Boy Color? It, not only yeah, exactly. that, but it, it takes all of those to the next level by giving you... It eliminates the weaknesses of the previous console. It'll let you play your old games, but it gives you a backlit screen, and it eliminates the need for batteries with the rechargeable battery pack. Ooh, that is a game changer for the handheld uh, consoles. And not only that, but you can play all uh, all three gens at that point of Pokemon. My, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> That's your mic drop. You're like Objection. all three gens, the first three gens of Pokemon. Mic drop. Uh, <laughs> actually, turn off my mic when you said that too. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, I mean, that's a good argument for uh, handheld, best handheld before obviously the Switch because the Switch, you know, kind of kills <laughs> kills uh, everything right now. Uh, 
So, okay, if we had to boil it down to handheld and a single console, because I think I think you're right. I think the SP, which, I mean, you are getting three libraries with the SP that you can play. The PSP, you're not really getting... You're not getting... I mean, they did have some PlayStation 1 games on there that you could download, but... Not very many, if I remember correctly. There wasn't there wasn't a ton of like backwards compatibility. Well, like, put them on there. what's that? If it's hacked, you can put the PS One games on there. I think I'm 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 trying to think of legal ways though, like where because you, you could buy uh, you could download games on the PSP and uh, uh, from the PlayStation Store. I just can't remember what all was on there. I know you could put like movies on PSP. Yeah. So, I think for the handheld uh, discussion, which is better, three uh, generations of uh, or three consoles on one, three basically. Three generations of Pokemon. <laughs> three generations of Pokemon, or a couple of God of War games and a couple of Final Fantasy games. No one really cared about on PSP. <laughs> I, I I can actually answer that for you. The PlayStation Portable had Dragon Ball Evolution. That makes garbage. Had Dragon Ball Evolution video game i didn't know there was a, a video game for it yeah we don't talk about that or the movie <laughs> <laughs> so uh you think the the winner's obviously game boy sp right? Game boy. yeah okay so now we go back to console play playstation's pretty rad playstation 2 it, and if if you take away the dvd player I think the DVD player is the stealer, though. That's where it steals all the competition. And even if you add PS3 into the mix, you could, and you take all the offline uh, abilities off of it, you could still play PS1. Like, hell, I'm playing a PS1 game on my PS3 right now. So, like, yeah, same. So, hint, hint, same. I don't know, but the fucking. <laughs> The library of the Super Nintendo, though, like it is pretty it stands good. Stands out so much more than the PlayStation library for me personally. Ooh, that's a good that's a good point. Uh, well, when you're looking at the systems, you got to look at the library as well that comes with it. Sure, you get all the other shit, but then again, you get you can play Super Game Boy on uh, Super Nintendo, so that adds even more to it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know those early PlayStation games. Some of them going back and playing them is well. See, and that's not what, that great. That's what I'm trying to think of right now. Like, if you had to compare the top ten Super Nintendo games and the top ten PlayStation games, who comes out the winner? Or even top ten PlayStation Two games? Do I need to look up a list? Um, I'm looking up one right now. You look up uh, PlayStation One. I'm going to look up PlayStation Two. Someone look up. Super Nintendo. If we're going between those three systems, I would automatically pick the Super Nintendo because the PlayStation just had horrid loading times to their disc game. That's true. That is true. I'm going to IGN's website, best PS2 games of all time. Now, remember, this opens up to to both PlayStation 2 if, if we're saying that's in the running, right? So PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 1. Uh, let's see. I'm going to start at 10. 
Uh, okay, so number 10 is God of War, and that's a good one. Uh, Okami? I don't know that game. Oh my god, Okami's amazing. Final Fantasy X. Silent, that's a good game. Silent Hill 2, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, uh, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, Resident Evil 4, Shadow of the Colossus, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, and Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas. Okay, let's take two of those out because two of them are basically the same, I feel like. And let's see what uh, 11 and 12 are. Bully, Jack 2, and if you take out Bully because it's still very Grand Theft Auto-like, Katamari uh, Damacy is uh, number 13. That's a pretty good list. I mean, there's at least five or six games that, you know, I I played a lot as a kid on the PS2. who, Who got the PS1 list? I'm still trying to pull it up. Here, let me see if I can get it. They're pulling it up. Toby, are, are you saying you've never played or you're not familiar with what Okami is at all? I've never I've never played it at all. Okay. But I you know what it. it is, right? No. <laughs> it, so it's basically a 3D Zelda game, but you're a wolf goddess. And it looks like a Japanese uh, like ink painting. Okay. And you actually have special moves where, like, you it goes into like a calligraphy thing, and like, if you draw a circle, it'll create like a an attack or something like that. Different attacks. It's I, I t- check a trailer out for it. It's basically there's actually an HD version on like all the modern consoles. It's re- it's a really good game. It's very cool. Don't don't tell him how to pronounce the names. He'll have to learn for the next retro Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> you were close. <laughs> Yeah, you can play game. you can play as the the main character in like one of the Marvel versus Capcom games too. Anyway, I'll go I'll I'll stop about that. I got the top 10 uh from Metacritic. Okay. Uh Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh, you're starting out with a a banger. Okay. Tekken 3, Gran Turismo, Final Fantasy uh what's 1X fucking 8? 9. 9. Final Fantasy Nine, Chrono Cross, Metal Gear Solid, Gran Turismo 2, Street Fighter Alpha 3, Castlevania Sympathy of the Night, and then Wipeout XL. That is a banger list. Yeah, Good that God. was too. So since we're doing, since that's got two systems, and, and we're, we're arguing that Super Nintendo basically has two systems with the Super Game Boy, I went ahead and pulled up a top ten for the Game Boy list as well. So I've got... Uh, did anyone look up a top 10 for Super Nintendo? If not, I've got... Well, yeah, I've got one. Let's see. Okay. Super... Let's, uh, let us let me do Game Boy first. We'll do Game Boy first. I like how Sega's not even in contention. Well, <laughs> I mean, I, I just... I feel like overall, I think Super Nintendo has better games. Uh, not that Sega doesn't have any good games or anything. You know, I, I love the Sega Genesis... But I think Super Nintendo kind of blows it out of the water. Okay, so it, go ahead. I was going to say, Sega doesn't get on the list because they had the noises. They had the what? The fart noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair. Yeah, I did mention the Master System and my love for it. So the Game Boy has Donkey Kong, Final Fantasy. This is for the Game Boy. Uh, Donkey Kong, Final Fantasy Legend series, Kirby's Dreamland, Mega Man 5. Metroid 2 Return of Samus, Pokemon Red and Blue, Super Mario Land 2, Tetris, and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. 
Oh, and Wario Land 2. You know what? I'm going to make a controversial statement. Even though it's got a lot of the big hitters from Nintendo's franchises, they're not the best versions. Like, honestly, Link to the Link's Awakening, the Switch version that did that redid the graphics and everything does so much better because that game is annoying to play having to switch all your items around same with metroid like it was a really hard game to kind of condense down i mean it was it was commendable for the time but i i I don't think a lot of those are worth yeah i wonder how worth it now i wonder how the Mega Man 5 game is because uh some of those Mega Man games on game boy aren't that great i know the uh game gear one is the Mega Man game gear version is pretty rad but I don't know. But yeah, uh, those are just basically like n- the main titles. <laughs> just their handheld versions. Yeah. Uh, okay, top 10 for Super Mario, or for Super Mario, for Super Nintendo, Super Mario RPG, Star Fox, Super Mario Kart, uh, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Super Mario World, Final Fantasy VI, Super Metroid, Chrono Trigger, and The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, and that's IGN's top one hundred. It's on their one hundred list, but I just looked at the top ten. Ooh, I, you know what? With those two lists, I think I would go to PlayStation Two. Honestly, are those four yeah, lists? I'd, I'd probably go the same if we're down. The- I think overall Super Nintendo has more memorable games, but is that just because I played the Super Nintendo the most when I was a kid and it was out for much longer just because, you know, it was out. And I remember for years and years, even after I had like a PlayStation or a PlayStation 2, I'd go to secondhand stores and and buy all the uh, Super Nintendo games and keep playing it. So I, I still there was still a lot of life in it for me after while PlayStation 2 is out, you know? So I, I don't know if I just know more games for Super Nintendo. But I think just if you look at those top lists, I think PlayStation 2 kind of wins. What do you guys think? Uh, it's a tough one. Me personally, I have a bunch of PS2 games on my shelf I never fucking touch. I touch the Super Nintendo games much more. Maybe that's because of the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. But I think if I wasn't doing this show, i probably still play the Super Nintendo games more. Like, my pick's got to be the Super Nintendo. See, when you put it like that, if, if even if it wasn't for the show... What's, what's the last PS2 game you guys played? Um, Mega Man X, the collection, which <laughs> is... Hearts. Three of Toby's favorite Super Nintendo games, all available on one disc for the PlayStation 2. <laughs> oh, he's got a point! <laughs> and I, I was recently streaming Kingdom Hearts on Twitch. I guess, hey, Kingdom Hearts. Ooh, that's a good... I see, I forget about collection discs that are on PS2. But you got Super Mario All-Stars, guys. That's true. You're not helping the argument by adding more to it, goobs. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I, I think, like, even the Final Fantasies that were on the Super Nintendo are available on the PlayStation, aren't they? With They are with, like, terrible load times. They're actually, they it's like, I think about Chrono Trigger, because I was going to say, well, you know, Super NES has my favorite game of all time, but 
It's also available on PlayStation. It adds the animated cutscenes and all this other stuff. But oh, shit. every battle, every battle has a five second load where you just it just freezes before the battle starts. That's a Blech. that that hurts the flow of the game for sure. See, when it's like multiple battles in a row and it takes five seconds, whereas the Super NES takes zero seconds for it to start, then yeah. Ooh, I think I think I, I'm going to stand by PS2. I, just the added feature of a, of a DVD player too. Uh, I, growing up, the decision to buy a PS2 over Xbox or whatever uh, Dreamcast, all three of them when when they were all out of, around the same time, my, uh, or GameCube. See, I I never owned a GameCube uh, growing up. I never even cared. I had a PS2. I had an Xbox. I had a, a Dreamcast. I never got a GameCube. I think that what sold me though originally was PlayStation 2 has a DVD player. That's a that's a reason enough right there. And then Xbox had a DVD player, so I was like, okay, cool. I'll play Xbox and have a DVD player there too cuz I'd have one at my mom's and one at my dad's. So I had a DVD player at both houses. And then Game uh Dreamcast was just like, oh, you know, I guess I'll get this system and then it fucking died a month later after I bought my <laughs> bought my console. <laughs> Uh, so my vote's PS2. That's it. I'm, I'm, I have no more debating PS2 best console of all time. And you know what? Fun fact. It, it has the longest, uh, what is it? The release, the, from the new first to the last one. Yes. The, the longest lifespan of actual official release from the first game it released to the very last, which it was a soccer game, a football game. If I remember correctly, or is it Dance Dance Revolution or something? I think it was. I think it was yeah, it was a soccer game, and it wasn't it? What year was it? Wasn't it like fifteen years later or something like that? I'll something look, ridiculous. I'll look that up. 20, uh, it looks like it came out in twenty thirteen. Is that? Uh, Damn. It might be it's thirteen years. Yeah. Okay, you're right. It is twenty thirteen. It is uh, Pro Evolution Soccer twenty fourteen. The last game. Uh, so what do you guys vote? Sixty four was dope. I would have to go with PlayStation Two, if only because of the Dragon Ball Z games and the wrestling on the PS Two. That'd oh. probably be the only reason. The wrestling games and Tony Hawk games. Yeah. Llama, what's what's oh, your choice? I'm staying what? retro. Fuck it. I mean, I was the first to start the rally cry for the PlayStation Two, so I've got to back my. I'm going to back my starting choice. I think you swayed me. You, <laughs> you very sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go Super NES. Okay. Good. PlayStation Two is just a. It, it's a fantastic system. It has a lot of things. There's a lot of things to play back on. But as as a Nintendo fan, I still think that kind of sways my decision. Yeah, that and I also think like what I said before. When's the last time I played a PS2 game? That's a that's a fair that's fair. I will beat on that dead horse. <laughs> I and will stand be- on this hill. <laughs> and I will beat off this dead horse. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird noise he made. Oh. <laughs> I had something stuck in my throat. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> well, guys, uh this uh Discord Inferno uh, was fun. Uh, 
I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope the listeners enjoyed it. Uh, if you have more ideas for questions or topics, uh, send send them in, and we'll try to get to them. We've got a couple that we've got to that we'll be able to save for the next one. And we'll have a, another vote in our Discord when we get ready to do one of these. It may be in a month. It may be in six months. You know how we operate. We don't know what we're doing day to day. So, uh, but yeah, let's uh, wrap everything up. Uh, does anyone have anything that they want to plug or anything? Uh, I'm on Twitch and on TikTok at Evil Ringo. Go follow me there, please. That was Evil Ringo? Evil Ringo. Like Ringo, yeah, but evil. Cut it a bit, so I was just making sure people... Heard. You can find me on the Sing This podcast. And a bunch of our fucking episodes. <laughs> I was going to say, and I am on uh, quite a few uh, Secret Levels uh, episodes like this one. Yeah. And one coming up. Wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about? And I was recently tricked into doing an April Fool's episode for a retro hangover podcast. So <laughs> go check that out. I guess that's the thing I've done. You've done more than that. You are our librarian and all-star of our retro Olympic episodes. So the quiz master. You are the quiz master. Yeah. The that is true. Go check out those retro Olympics again. <laughs> uh yeah, um I guess we can uh, call it right here. Uh, Goobs, do we want to say thank you to you three for coming? Thanks for having us. We love when you come. Thank you. I know. uh, It was a great little discussion we had. And I also want to say thank you to our patrons, which you three are are patrons as well. So thank you personally. Give me a nickname. (laughs) You're going to get one. Don't worry. That's where I'm heading. (laughs) And I want to say I love you. We love you to all the patrons. Thank you for keeping this show going and uh, supporting your thick boys. Thick boys! There we go. We got a good thick boy in there. And uh, thick I'm about boys! To random <laughs> nicknames. <laughs> I've always random wanted to say to it. the patrons. Toby, can you read them out for me, my friend? Yeah, give me one second. Oh, and the theme of this one is going to be Disco artists. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. The first one. Oh, uh, before before we mention it, you can go to patreon.com slash bad secret media and you can support the show and get a bunch of our extra uh, episode things that we put up there. You can listen to us talk more about headlines and us. And a lot of music talk. We talk so much about music. So, so much. Okay, anyways. uh, Alright. Kicking it off, we have Crash Override. Donna Summer. What about DJ Romance, baby? Bodie M. Gilme Talks. KC and the Sunshine Band. Wolfman. Rose Royce. Obreon. Anita Ward. Paprika. The Tramps. Level One <laughs> Noob. Earth, Wind, and Fire. The Reviews Brothers. Hot Blood. Keith Gasper. Hot Chocolate. 
Uh, Chris Copeland. DC DC LaRue. Fat Shags. Three Degrees. Riku. Instant Funk. All right, now for our three guests that we have right here, let's go with Evil Ringo. Peaches and Herb. I don't know that one at all. Uh, the Berg. A Taste of Honey. <laughs> Just a smack. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, bother. And then Mast Llama. Chuck Norris. Wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. It's, it's on this list. I believe it. Oh, wait a minute. As a disco artist? Yep. Well, I've got some Googling to do here in a minute. <laughs> Uh, but thank you all for supporting the show. Again, go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia and uh, support your boys and all that good stuff. Um, There's two artists named Chuck Norris. One's a legendary grindcore band and the other one is something else. Huh. Interesting. Whatever. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was on there. I read it. Uh, well, uh Guys, again, thank you all for coming on, and uh, thanks for anyone that shared some questions. I have those written down for the next one. They Some of those questions were really cool, so I can't wait to bring those up on the next one of these. Uh, but this is the, uh, the first Discord Inferno. The inaugural. The inaugural. So thank you guys for the joining inaugural. us. Discord Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. Burn those levels down. <laughs> <laughs> Game over, folks. I hate Secret Levels podcast. <laughs>